Good morning again. In this morning's first reading, Joshua, who succeeded Moses as the leader of the Israelites, called a general assembly of the people and convinced them to renew their acceptance of the holy covenant which they had made between themselves and Almighty God. This was a very special ceremony in which the people, the chosen people of God, would begin their new life in the land that God had given them. Joshua challenges the leaders of the people to openly declare their loyalty to Almighty God, or if they choose, to the false gods, the pagan gods of Mesopotamia. He declared that the one true God would remain his God and the God of all his household. All the people answered that they would not forsake God, the one true God, but that they would follow Joshua's example. At our baptism, we too are made members of God's new chosen people, the mystical body of Christ. In the sacrament of baptism, a solemn covenant or pact was made and entered into us between ourselves and the Trinity, wherein Almighty God has promised us the eternal possession of our true promised land, our heavenly home, which would be given to us if we keep our part of the covenant and remain faithful Christians during our sojourn here on earth. At our confirmation, we renewed that covenant, and that was for many of us at our baptism and at other times in our life. This was a covenant that promises loyalty to Christ and his church. Even if that loyalty brought suffering or pain or even death as it did for so many holy martyrs of the church as we too became soldiers of Jesus Christ. However, like some of the Israelites of old, many have chosen earthly pleasures and resent the discipline and personal restrictions that living a good Catholic life requires and imposes upon us. While we leave these people to the fate of Almighty God's love, mercy, and forgiveness, their desertion should inspire us to examine the way that we ourselves are living, lest we too discover that we are straying and not living as our faith requires us to. Today we live in a world that is ungodly and unchristian. Media, technology, and even our own society 
make it very easy for a good Catholic Christian to stray from their faith and the promises that they made to God and fall into serious sin. As faithful soldiers of Christ, we must live our life by setting a good example. We must be the light of the world, and we must not put our light under a basket, but we must set it on a lampstand so that it can illuminate the world around us and thereby bring new brothers and sisters into our faith into the mystical body of Christ. Then, as members of his new chosen people, we must continually pray and ask God for the necessary spiritual strength and courage to continue our pilgrimage here on earth as we journey towards our permanent residence, the eternal promised land. In the recent gospel, we remember hearing the murmurs and objections among the crowds when Jesus said to his disciple, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them on the last day. Many people who heard these words could not accept them. They looked at Jesus as a man who was promising them to eat his human flesh and drink his blood before they would have life. They thought to themselves, this man is crazy. He wants us to become cannibals. He wants us to eat his flesh and drink his blood. Jesus did not explain this statement of his at that time. Neither did he make any attempt to uh, uh, remove this obstacle from their thought. He simply went on to require that his words would be true and that they must therefore have the faith and believe in that. Many fell away because of this. And Jesus turned to his disciples and said, his apostles. And Peter answered for them all when he said, Lord, to whom should we go? You have the words of eternal life. And they continued to follow him. Peter did not say that he understood what Christ meant by his statement of eating his flesh or drinking his blood. But he professed that he was ready to accept in faith these words because they were coming from the Holy One of God. We know today that St. John was writing about the promise, the promise of the Holy Eucharist, a time when Catholic Christians would accept the holy sacrifice of the Mass and Holy Communion as being essential and necessary, an activity of Catholic Christian worship. No one who accepts Christ for what he is, the Son of Almighty God in the human form, has any difficulty in believing that he has left himself to us in the most blessed sacrament 
of the Holy Eucharist. Christ gave his apostles and his successors the power to repeat this act of divine love when he said, do this in memory of me. This does not mean that we have to fully understand that great gift of transubstantiation because it was an act of divine power and a power that is beyond our human comprehension. As faithful Catholic Christians and soldiers of Jesus Christ, we also choose Christ and believe and appreciate what he has done for us by always making ourselves less unworthy and if necessary by sacramental confession before we partake of the precious body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For we as a people of faith remember his solemn words, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life within them and I will raise them on the last day. Amen.